Brave Podcast Network. Sick of being stuck and uninspired and living in fear? Yeah, me too. That's why I created the Get Your Brave On podcast, because I was looking for something that wasn't a push alert on my phone or a negative news story to start my day. Get Your Brave On is a podcast you can listen to while you're getting ready in the morning, brushing your teeth or putting your makeup on or getting your cardio in. Get exactly the motivation and inspiration you need to silence fear and do one brave thing a day. Make sure that you follow so you don't miss an episode. We start the week off with a topic, an inspiration. Then the next episode is a prayer about that. The third episode of the week, a faith-based meditation. The rest of the week includes stories from listeners just like you on how you're facing fear and getting your brave on. Share yours at 530-4-AMANDA. And I bring you experts to give you advice on how to silence fear when it comes to your faith, family, finances, fitness, and we even get to have some fun. Don't miss an episode. Sign up at getyourbraveon.info and I'll send you my free Brave Life Planner. Another thing you can start your day with instead of negative news. It is a specific plan to boot up your bravery and set your mind on the right things, the good things. And then a daily planner to help you choose one brave thing a day. If you use this every day for 30 days, that's 30 brave things things you've done in a month. Just think of how brave you will be by the end of the year. 365% more brave. Sign up at getyourbraveon.info and make sure you follow the podcast. So glad you're here. Very special Mother's Day edition of the Get Your Brave On podcast with Amy Grant. Hi, I'm Amanda Carroll, your host, revisiting an older conversation I had with Amy Grant several years ago. It was my honor. I got to talk to her about life lessons, her life affecting songs, how she went a full year of no spending for sport, joy in hospitality and entertaining, and I loved how she doesn't call Vince skills daughters, her stepdaughters. She calls them her I do daughters. For me, having a mother is just the most wonderful resource and best person I know to call for advice. So who better to lean on than the mother of contemporary Christian music, Amy Grant. I started our conversation years ago with what I still talk to many artists about, beginning with what reveals most about their personality. Amy, what do you order from Starbucks? Mm. Well, uh, the only time I get Starbucks, believe it or not, is in the airport because I make a mean pot of coffee. Ooh. Okay. I know. So um, so how do you drink uh, your coffee when you order it at the airport? Um, I just get a regular latte with no sugar or a regular strong cup of coffee with sugar and cream. Love that. So what does that say about Amy Grant? See, this is where I try to analyze and have some fun, and usually mm. I'm really wrong. Um, but what I think this says, it just... Maybe you value simplicity in your life. Simple, but good. Like something, it has to be the nice things, simple, but yet the best. Mm, well, I like that. I like simple and quality. Also, I'm deathly afraid of artificial sweeteners. Did it say that too? There you go. <laughs> there you go. <laughs>
I think my life is probably a lot simpler than people would imagine. And it's because I've just made a concerted effort. Like 2012, and thank God that year's over. It was really difficult. But my New Year's resolution was read the books on your shelf, listen to the music you've already downloaded, play the games in your closet, no spending for sport. I didn't buy one application for my phone. I didn't spend any time in a mall. I didn't actually charge anything besides food on my credit card until March. (laughs) There were so many times that... um, I said, hey, wear it, whatever you've got. Uh, And the Christmas tour I did that year, I wore all old clothes, and I I took one of my grandmother's old dresses that I had found and had it altered because I was, it was the big yee-haw, I'm so glad this year is over. But you know what? It changed me because now if a catalog comes in the mail or I sit down to even consider buying something online. I just went, I went a year without doing this. I mean, it's possible. I did buy Christmas presents um, that year. So how do you keep your life so simple? You have to be creative. You just have to figure something out. You know, if, a, if something's not working, go, well, you know. It's like, oh gosh, I had an old friend of mine. He's a preacher and a cowboy. And and I was telling him just how my life, you know, I'm not really doing the things that matter to me. And he said, you know, Amy, I, every couple of months, you ought to make a list of what matters to you and then see how you're spending your time in relationship to that list. And if month after month after month, you're not spending any time there, you ought to rewrite that list because those things don't really matter. <laughs> and I went, oh, okay. So at least have the guts to say, this doesn't matter to me. Or, And I think that translates into, like if somebody says, will you do something for me? Will you review this? Will you listen to my songs? Will you tell me whatever? Uh, but anything that requires time, if I don't get it done, it has been a very hard lesson to learn. But I finally learned to say, I chose to do other things with my time, and I didn't do what you asked me to do. That's got to be hard, though. How do you do it? I think you learn so many lessons in life by doing things the wrong way that you just start doing them differently. Our oldest, Jenny Gill, my I Do daughter, called me the other day and she said, I'm having friends over and told me her plan and she was going to cook and clean the house. And anyway, and I said, hey, just promise me that whatever you decide to do, you'll stop doing it at least an hour before the party. Don't be like just spraying on perfume because you didn't have time to take a shower. Stop doing whatever you're going to do and go sit in a bathtub and light a candle and take a breath because if you don't invite yourself to the party, you're not going to have any fun. You you have to be the first person. And then if you go, okay, well, what if everybody that comes to the party has my stress level? That is really good advice. So it sounds like you and Jenny have a really good relationship. Have you done that with a blended family? Patience is good. You know, Jenny has spent the last couple of years touring with me, and it was an unexpected gift because Kim Keys, who has sung with me since the mid-90s, and there are times we'll be putting on mascara, looking in the mirror, and she'll turn to me and say, I'm sorry I was so mean to you when I was younger. I guess just trying to let people have freedom to respond how they need to respond at a, at any given time. You know, when Vince and I chose to marry each other, we it was we realized very clearly it was our decision, and we've laughed about our grim-faced children on our wedding day. But I knew, like I had never known anything before, that I 
I wanted the strength of his character beside me. And he said, my job is to love you and everything else is going to, it's just going to ripple out from that. And so um, we're not like the Brady Bunch, but we do do a lot of things together. And everybody says, I love you. And, you know, there are different degrees of closeness within our family. And that's true of every family. Yeah, I totally agree. I grew up in a blended family myself. I get it. So uh, tell me about your songs. What's the story behind the song, Don't Try So Hard? Well, I wanted to write it to myself because I need to hear this. I need to hear this because I'm such a product of my Western culture. I need to hear it because my life is getting on stage and performing and hoping somebody will respond. And I'm a woman who is trying to raise her kids and keep her house clean and keep my head above water. And all of that work somehow gets misplaced in my faith. And, you know, the free gift of the love of God, the free gift of salvation, I go, oh, by golly, no, I'm going to deserve that. (laughs) I'm going to work really hard and wow you. And then you don't wow God, and then you feel awful. The song is just saying, stop removing the wonder of his free gift of love by beating yourself up because you don't deserve it. That's what makes it wonderful. Wow. Um, If you want to hear that song, you can actually see her perform it live in studio right now. It's the featured video at com. So what about the title track to your CD that's out today, How Mercy Looks From Here? What inspired you to write that? Well, there are a lot of stories behind that song. Um, I've heard so many people's stories my whole life. At some point, the phrase, how mercy looks from here, occurred to me. Um, Because even hard stories that people would tell me about their own lives seemed like there was always threaded through there something beautiful, some kind of redemption, some kindness of strangers, something. And so like a lot of song ideas, I just kind of kept that thought in my head and waited for the right time to write the song. And the right time came after I had lived through the first week of May 2010, which for our family was a crazy week. Um, Monday, the flood waters hit their height in Nashville. 500-year floodplain was crested. On Tuesday, I drove to Anniston, Alabama for the funeral of Will Owsley, a musician I'd known for years and He'd slept many nights on our sofa. And Thursday, my cousin Adam Spain was killed in Afghanistan. And Saturday, Jenny Gill married Josh Van Valkenburg, her fantastic husband. Just seeing all the different sides of joy and grief that week was the the inspiration to write that song. I love that. You know what amazes me is that your inspiration continues. You kind of have defied the odds, you know, in a... Um, a format like contemporary Christian music, it seems like there's lots of young guys and bands that are um, writing the songs and performing the songs and being successful. But you've been doing this for so long. What is your secret? Well, I love making music. I love writing songs. And um, I don't know that I know how to do anything else. I'm writing songs when I'm not making records. I sing with friends and on campouts. And with, you know, not selling tickets. I always think music is an interesting gift in all of our lives. There's so many different kinds of music. There's probably a kind of music that would speak to just about anybody if they could find it. 
I mean, I know the times in my life that a, a song by another woman would be an absolute lifeline for me. And I would just think, thank you for writing that. I mean, when Carol King went on the road a couple of years ago with James Taylor, just seeing her vibrance on stage and her love of life and the joy of getting to do something she's loved since she was a kid was so inspiring. I think the tip is know something that gives you great joy that's not connected to anybody else's expectation. I remember asking my mom, you know, when she was kind of had the blues when she was getting older, and I said, let's just review the things that you love doing. You love cooking. And she said, the pots are too heavy for me to pick up now. And I said, okay, you love art. You know, and she finally said, I know you roll your eyes because it seems like everything I say is spiritual. I'll talk about the trees lifting their hands up to the sky. And she said, but Amy, that's the one frontier that never gets old, and I can do it until I die. And she's right. Yeah, you have to know how to explore the things that kind of make your heart race, whether it's getting on a bike for the first time in a long time or whatever it is, going to the movies. I don't know, you know, just but something. I love that. You just got to find your thing and make it a priority. So um, your thing is music. Um, I'm curious. Do you have a favorite song of yours? Uh, it doesn't really work that way. You know, honestly, I worked so hard on the music for a year that it is a pleasure to get in the car and listen to the radio. <laughs> <laughs> I need a little distance personally. <laughs> no, I get it. So what song that's not yours is inspiring you and encouraging you? I oh, remember you, you mentioned yeah. earlier there's a song from a woman that's made it real a difference and how much you appreciate that. Is there one that you have in mind? Oh, my. Even as I said that, I thought, Amanda's going to ask me what song I'm talking about. And I'm going to go, well, um, you know what? I I started working on a list of songs that have been life changers. Um, I'm trying to pull it up on my phone right now. Okay, life-affecting songs. The first one was Don Henley, Heart of the Matter. Bruce Springsteen's uh, title track, Devils and Dust. It's incredible. Mm. Mike and the Mechanics, The Living Years. Do you remember that one? Yes. <laughs> Love that song. Brad Paisley's song, When I Get Where I'm Going. Rivers Rutherford is the mm. writer of that song, and I heard him do it. And I mean, I just was undone. I laughed and cried. Mm. And uh, Let It Be, The Beatles. How many times do we controlling women need to hear? <laughs> let it be. Let it be. Just... So that would be my that be my list so far. I would put I would I mean I know this sounds really cheesy but it really is true and not just because I'm talking to you but the heirlooms that you did on your your Christmas CD. Oh, thank you. I I my mother I'll never forget my mother every year putting up the Christmas tree. That's the song that she would always cry. As soon as that one came on, I think it was on a cassette that we. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. She was, she was just channeling all those tears I cried when I sang it. Is that what it was? Oh, oh my gosh. That song. It's incredible. And now Thanks. I do it with my kids, except it's on um, the iCloud now. Right, of course. <laughs> listen to. That's right. And someday they'll be going, remember your, all your music on iCloud? I'm like, really, Mom? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I guess we're already there with Spotify. <laughs> like, you actually bought songs, Mom? Like, you paid for that? 
amazing conversation with Amy Grant. Thank you so much for joining me. If you want more inspiration to live a strong and courageous life, I am here for you. Maybe there's a plot twist that's happened in your life that you just need someone by your side to hold your hand and pray with you, give you meditation and regular inspiration to daily choose bravery. I'm here for you. You can join me on my website at getyourbraveon.info. And happy Mother's Day. Come celebrate the holidays at the National Army Museum in Alexandria, Virginia. Jump in the VR simulators to ride Santa's jet-powered sleigh. Or fly over frozen landscape in the Great Glacier Race. Enjoy special deals and discounts at the museum store and cafe every Saturday in December from 3 to 5. And bring your out-of-town friends and family, too, because admission and parking are free. Celebrate the holidays at the National Army Museum. A full list of holiday fun is at usarmymuseum.org. That's usarmymuseum.org. The HIV epidemic is not over. HIV is still here. The face of HIV is so diverse. The biggest thing to reduce HIV stigma is just to talk about it. Testing and PrEP and HIV treatment and how effective it is today. Undetectable equals untransmittable. Whether you're positive or negative, there's not a wrong door. Whether it's testing or whether it's treatment, do it for you, Montgomery County. Learn more about HIV testing, treatment, and prevention at doitforyoumc.org. Thank you so much for your support of the Get Your Brave On podcast. I'd love to connect with you. Call my hotline anytime and let me know how this podcast is impacting your life and how you're silencing fear at 5304-AMANDA. Let's connect on socials and get more strategies to silence fear every day on Facebook, Instagram, and TikTok at Amanda Carroll Show. And if you want to go deeper, join my Patreon. You can get daily motivations and prayers and meditations and live videos. Just go to getyourbraveon.info and sign up to be a member of the Get Your Brave On tribe. Join our Facebook group too. Just search Get Your Brave On. And I'd be honored if you would follow this podcast and subscribe and even leave a review. That helps more women just like you facing a plot twist find more strategies to silence fear. I'll shout you out in the next episode or even send me an email to amanda at amandacarol.org and tell me how God is using this podcast in your life like Kim did. She said, I just want to thank you for your podcast. I signed up in July and honestly, always deleted your message. (laughs) It's okay. Or sometimes just took a quick glance. But today was different. It was if God was drawing me to really take a look at it. And I did. After downloading the app to get a podcast, I went back and clicked on the prayer. As I stood in my bathroom, brushing my teeth, the words just filled the room with a peacefulness. It came over me and it was like a weight had been lifted. The stress of living with a few disabilities and being on long medical leave from work for over a year and the stress of trying to go back to work with homeschooling two kids, I was keeping it all in. I just wanted to know how much you make a difference. I even shared your podcast with my mom, cousin, and brother, (laughs) even though he's not a lady. He's going through a tough time. I wanted him to hear the prayer. So bless you. Bless you. I am so thankful that God used this in your life. You're my why. I'm honored to hear from you. I'd love to hear from you. Reach out anytime. All the links are in the show notes. And I love the idea of you listening to the episodes while you're brushing your teeth. I actually think it's perfect. Start your day with me. So just make sure you follow the podcast so you don't miss an episode. Get your brave on.